Yo, 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 yo. We are back at it again. Let me light my damn spliff. Like Lil Wayne. Y'all hit a lighter? <laughs> this is 40 Cal Keys. Y'all are here. Episode 2. Season 2 of Lyrical Insight. I'm happy y'all are here with me. Yep. I got family in the building with me. It's a freestyle episode. We're going to get into some shit, though. You know what I mean? I'm gonna light this spliff. I got my nigga Blizzard with me. Mm-hmm. Freestyle, we styling free, man. Mm-hmm. Blizzard, say what's up, man. This was your third time, second, third time. This one second. This oh, your second. Okay. Yeah, this one second. Your episode. Your episode on season one got me the most listens. We're just gonna keep going up with you, my bro. That's a fact. It's the visionary and lyrical insight, my nigga. I got somebody else here with me. Got my girl Handy Mandy up here. <laughs> also known as my Auntie Chevy. Y'all already know what time it is. We got we got my aunt in here. What's good? What's good? So she's gonna give us the insight from her perspective on what's new, what's what's been, what's here, what's then, what's now, what's not. We here. Besides, my aunt knows the 80s better than anybody. Shit. Uh-oh, okay. Throw me out there like We're gonna that. We're going to start it off. I wasn't... I mean... No, I, ain't throwing you. <laughs> I see what you mean, though, but I wasn't yeah, going to do that. The people don't know. <laughs> they know now. Right. 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 All right, Auntie Sherry, give me your top five favorite artists of all time. Take your time. Wait, let's be specific. Because it's different. Yeah, because I, I have a That's really why I said it all time. Musical ar- Never mind. Ar- I retract okay. my statement. Because art is art. I like that. I like that. That's why I said it all time. She could come out with like some... Billy Joel. You know, I'm about to come up with some Pink <laughs> Floyd. Ooh, yeah. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd was definitely like the first like visionary. Mm. Um, That's dope. And not only just musically, just um, visionary in the way you what's look your, at music and watch music. What's your era of like, I believe there's different eras of music and like how you experience it because I went yeah. through being young and just having music but you know you don't really know the right how you grow with it right right and right and you started indulging into what you get so what was like your first album or artist you remember hearing and knowing them specifically and their music like that's a really good question that's the dog everybody don't even sweat that <laughs> i told you this show is real rap raw my nigga <laughs> it's a miniature whatever running around yeah. <laughs> it's the y'all it's the Yala. <laughs> but no, go ahead. What's answer that okay. question because that was a really good question. What's your first artist you remember vividly knowing their name and their songs? Like, you really like, ooh. I would like, say Chic. Ooh. Like, being that young and, and hanging out, yeah. Wow. With your mother, yeah. Wow. Yeah. What year is this, roughly? Mm-hmm. Y'all better look it up. Look, Auntie Chevy's <laughs> not giving away the age, bro. Right, they don't know how old you is. They just need to know the year. I was probably like 9, 10, 11. 9, 10, 11. That's real. Yeah. And Chic Man, that came out. And I was like, I thought I had. And then came Michael Jackson. Mm. And 
I would say those are the first two, like, first, like, artists this grown that up. I was um, well aware of, but I was listening to some really... Real shit, yeah, bro. There was something to Some be real shit that was going to be around for, yeah. Like, you just, yeah, I think, you know, with certain artists, you just know, like, even from, you just... It's like she knows you record. Yo, it, it does. I can't even. I'm over here laughing like. She's so nasty. Yo, like, the dog ain't make that one noise when we were preparing. Yeah, and I don't even know. Soon as we get ready. She's tiny. She's over there just ripping up the Nah, that was, I'm not going to stop nothing. No, we here. We live. What's there called? Insight. They know about us from season one. All the background noise. This is probably the best of the background noise. I've had phones go off, alarms, alerts. Dirt bikes rolling by. I remember I tried to do a show and Capital Waste Management came by on a day that wasn't garbage day. And yeah, so this is probably the best background noise you'll ever get. It happens like that, people. But yeah, that was um, and yeah, like I said, Sheet. it was yeah, it was like nine. It was like nine, ten, eleven. That was the eye opener for you. Yeah, and my sister was like four years older than me so and she was listening to like Casey and the Sunshine Band oh, was wow. yeah like that was that and I was like oh wow so then it really became you know an Casey introduction and the yeah, to Band. soul and funk and they were dope yeah and um they were dope yeah my, my average sister, white my band sister, yeah, things my sister like that Jolene had a lot because she was listening to all that stuff because she was at that age where I think where music changes for you and it becomes right like, it becomes like the soundtrack to your life your life yep okay what's your favorite decade of music oh my gosh yeah <laughs> well see that's hard because i have become good friends with people in the music business mm -hmm. when i was 19 so mm. that was that was like 1989 90. oh wow can I have a lighter? Yes. Um, and so... Is this one yours? Yeah. Yep. It was hard to say. Um, 89, wow. Um, it's right so, after me. Yeah, so from like the time I was 19 to like 35. Mm. I... That was, that was pivotal seen, then. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a lot. And you know, I really loved live music from the time, you know, music was what... I think for me it was like 90... A uh, 91 till about, I don't even want to say now, because now is different. Not different yeah. bad, but it's just different. But it's a much love. From 91 to 2010, I think those were great years for me as far as music goes. Yeah. yeah. Great years. Um,. Especially, like, I mean, it's mad shit that was happening. The death of Biggie Smalls. Right. The death of Tupac. Right. Uh, the death of Aaliyah. Um, it was really a lot of really... There was a lot of shit going yeah. on when the I was coming... Was Yo, and, but there was a lot going on as far Even as... Even now, though, because you can't say that, because back then, every day, like... Yeah, worse. no, it gets worse. It's the, that's a real marketing segment these days. They turn what we've created into... A weapon. Uh... Toe, a tag toe. Yeah, you're right. They Rest our in peace. culture into a tag toe. Rest in peace, DMX. Pride, off of yeah. pride, 
greed Peace. and money. Yes. Yeah, they do. Damn. Blizz with the deepness. I know, really. What is us. under that bandana, I know, USB? I know, right? Rasta my He be taking it. He be taking it. Yeah, I got Rasta root. Original God play. Under the ice. Don't know what yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yo. 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 What? That Jamaican on the United States for America. Because they don't know. We don't want to know what they say. I'm like, what's that um, homeboy from The Godfather? If I say it, don't do it. I'm the visionary. I see it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't fucking do it. Nobody make a move. Up ahead. Yo, Ronnie, what's your what's your genre? My genre? Yeah, cause you you you're ahead of us as far as like the, the way music goes and the way you like from where you was born to like. Like, nigga, because it's different for you versus yeah, versus your age group. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, well, my age group. I is, can't put you in your age group. You right, think a little bit. When 50 yeah. Cent dropped his album. Which one? Oh. Get Richard Die Trying? Get Richard Die Trying. Oh. That, that was my a pivotal era term, yo. Where I'm born. Yeah. yeah. Like, the culture shifted dramatically. The South came crazy. Cause not to cut you off, let me tell you something about that album. That album was like the moment my brain turned the curb. Like Everybody fifty dropped, I had I had heard the art of being rocked, mm. and then I got guess who's back? Guess who's back? Mixtape. And then I used to, that yo, mixtape, I used bro. to go pause, big pause. I went hard for Lloyd Banks. That's real. That yeah. was real. But yeah. when Get Rich or Die Trying came out, mm. like I sat in the my whole room. Industry show. I was oh, living wow. in New Jersey. I could see New the York City show. out my window. And I just felt like every time I looked out my window, 50 Cent was you the king of New York. Yeah. <laughs> he was running shit. And right. I used to be in my room looking at the 50 poster because I've got it with the album. Mm. And right. I would sit in my room holding a comb like it was a 9 millimeter. Like, what up, blood? What right. up, cuz? Right. What up, gangster? Right. Like. <laughs> that nigga 50 shook the whole industry. Yeah. That was pivotal. That was pivotal. That was like the coming. He busted into like top 40. Like easy. Right. Yeah. In the club. He made a statement. Overnight. It was one of those albums like the culture really shifted. Shouts out to Dr. Dre. And made every rapper think like what the fuck am I doing? In the club was. It's like it's like certain albums and bodies of music but that come out like that like Illmatic. Mm. It's another one of those pivotal albums. Still Chambers. Yeah, Thirty Six Chambers. Yeah, Fuji's album. Oh cool. my yeah. God! The, uh, what was it called? Uh, the score. The score. It was the score. Yep. You're yeah, right. The score. Lauren Hill when made me a believer. Ready that. to die drop. Lauren Hill made me a believer. Right. When ready she to die me. drop. Oh my gosh. The culture, like it. Yeah. It's certain parts, pieces in the culture and like projects, artwork that just can't be, you know. Tupacalypse, like, money, away. power, respect. All eyes on me. Money, power, respect. And we are the streets. Uh-huh, we are the streets, nigga. What's that joint off of We Are The Streets? It was my favorite. Where it's the girl in the hook and she was like, you told me you would bust your gun for me. That's my shit, shit nigga. Like, Ooh. Styles P's first album. Crazy. Um... You know who was ill for me in my genre? Scarface. Lupe Fiasco was a turning curve for me. 
Very much so. I remember when Lupe dropped Kick Push as a little. Guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my god. They oh, uh, what is it? Uh, Food and Liquor. That album by Lupe Fiasco. You got the rhythm. Uh, well, I got gotcha. you. Yo, that was my shit. Yo, he was the first person that had me like. What is, what is, what is he doing now? Uh, actually, Lupe Still? Fiasco is like is one of it? the LS dudes that be doing like martial arts right now. Oh. He's ill with that. He's sword. ill. Um, that martial arts. His Instagram lives be having me going crazy. His rants are, his rants are up there, but he's not, he's not a kid cutty. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Lupe. I don't know, but I, I, I really Lupe wish I could one get of them MCs that he don't get the respect he really deserves. Yeah, That's what but I was he, say. if you know him, you're gonna give him like five. before Chicago was about this drill. Like it was niggas like Lupe Fiasco. You didn't even think he was from Chicago. I thought he was from like. Cali or something, and when he bust on, yeah, he's from he's from he's Shot Town's finest. But to answer um your question, like for my era of music, yeah, drop a couple more albums. Like a couple, like my era of music is really where hip hop was. Like you was the only nigga through the door. You was the only nigga I knew came through the door at a single. It was. Usain Bolton in that race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, at, right. the, at the point where I was born, hip hop was at a super duper high. Right. Yeah, it was. I might even argue, maybe not higher in a sense of now, but in like sales and what people were projecting in that real talk. Mm. Yeah. The new millennium of hip hop just right. changed the game. Right. When I was born, changed so the world. Up under really. that umbrella, it was the changed first thing in your age group that I, I knew that knew about Shaheen the Rugged Child. Nigga, I was the first person I knew that knew about Wu Tang. I went outside and tried to put my friend. They was like, "Huh?" <laughs> like, nigga, because you gotta think Imagine about when that. I, when I started exploring to Wu Tang, I was probably about twelve years old. Not even. I was about eleven, ten years old. Right, right, right. But your mom had already been and, listening to that. Yeah, but like, this is when I'm indulging into my own. When, right, yeah. when you're really getting deep into it. So, like, I came up. The first rappers I ever knew. Pac was big in the home. Pac Real was big. literally the first rapper Real, I ever like, knew. I knew his books and seen him everywhere. Pac was like God. I knew book. any music. 50 Cent was one of the first rappers I ever experienced in my life. Being a little kid, watching that nigga stuck to the screen. Mm-hmm. Anytime he came on. Yeah. 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 And then after that, the people I remember was like Jadakiss. Jay-Z was huge at mm-hmm. that time. I remember when Kingdom Come dropped. Yo, Kingdom Come. I was, and be surprised, I was like four years old when that album dropped. Bro. Kingdom Come I was... I remember them songs vividly coming out. Yeah. Kingdom Come was after the Black Album, right? Yep. Uh-huh. His Black Album, then he came back out of his retirement. Yep, and then did Kingdom Come. And was going crazy. Kingdom Come was actually hard. Like, Fire. And then he life was like a beach chair. Like, nigga, 30-something. 30 30's the new 20. Nigga, I'm so... I still. Are you gonna get us some music in the background, yeah? <laughs> Andy Mandy's like Wapum's but, but he's like he's like in relax. the passenger seat. You just. Come <laughs> on, you gotta relax. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> so when did you actually get into hip hop? Rap, hip hop, like what was probably what was the first thing you ever heard that had you be like, oh, I fuck with this bounce. Well, was it the eighties, nineties? I would say like the BC Boys. Ooh, that's real. That's real. That's real hip hop right there. What's yeah. that? Eighty four, eighty five. 
and that right. continued on through my Fight high for school. Your right, yeah. Def Jam was killing them. Yeah. No, Def Jam was killing them. They had Run DMC already running. They had LL Cool J. Def Jam out. was Matt probably Young. the one of yeah. Def Jam is the probably one of the best recording labels so ever. And, and so like hard and so rappers, they, they did. They did. And so different, like Def- it just added a whole new layer to you the beasties. Came. Some boys came yeah, so I was like, oh my gosh. And was you into the Queen Latifahs, Run DMCs, any of that yeah. shit? Yeah. Yeah. The MC Lights. Not so much MC Light. Like, I liked the Queen Latifah. What was the first cassette that was hip hop that you bought and was playing in your car for weeks and was like, oh my This God. is my shit. Like, the first cassette <laughs> that was hip hop. Pure hip hop, like I can't wait for this answer. What was the first cassette? I would have to whip? say, like, what car would you drive first? Put us in the scenery. Oh gosh, the scenery would be. And you bought your first hip hop tape, and it was like this shit here. The scenery would be <laughs> my little Mitsubishi in high school, yeah. And it would that would probably be like the Beastie Boys. That's right. Mm. That I was that the that album with the. The jet, yes. the back of the jet yes. on it, yeah, the yeah. Whole album, like you never wanted to like fast forward because the whole album was was good. I'm not gonna front. That was me when I first got Elmatic mm. on CD. That's crazy. It, it was I had listened to rap, like I was into the Q-tips and the, I was into that shit. Like the Jungle Brothers, my mom played a lot of Jungle Brothers, a lot of um, De La Soul. So that was oh, the first album. Well, for me personally, the one I bought by myself was Illmatic. Was Illmatic. I seen oh. it on the shelf, and I was like, ooh, and I bought it, and I I didn't think that I would never have to press skip. Mm. Like I did not think that at all. Illmatic's one of them projects you can listen to front to back, and it gets you to your destination and back. Yeah. Where else? And then um. After that, it was probably Get Rich or Die Trying. Uh, and these are all albums I went and, re- and went and anticipated and went and bought myself. Right, yeah. Uh, what the I Game's Been it. Missing by Joel Santana. Fire. Uh, the first album I remember, not me actually purchasing, but I remember going into an actual store that these shits don't exist no more. So I'm blessed to have this memory. I remember yeah, getting right. on the Silver Line and going downtown. And I don't know what the store is called. Tower Records. Was it Tower Records back then? It might have been. I just remember Orange Walls. And it was on Tower Records. It it wasn't on Newberry, though. I think it was on Tremont. Because the Silver Line to run on Newberry. Then Newberry Comics? It definitely wasn't Newberry Comics. It was an old store. It was like a CD store. Like, you walk in, it's strictly CD. Oh, it was like a record store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A real record store. Store, And it was right there. And I forgot the name. And it had, when you looked at the sign, it had like a little purple record, I think. It had a purple emblem. And then it was like the inside of the store, the walls were orange. Mm-hmm. And it's just rose. And ro- and, I, and the first album I remember I getting say I've been in there. was Graduation. Kanye West. Kanye West. Oh, I remember okay. going to pick that album up and coming home and being like. That was, that was. Wow. That was one of I've seen albums. that whole album be performed live. You know, I think he's a little nutty for my book. And I have my own, you know. Right, he's right. He's a little too nutty for me. But. Back then, Kanye the graduation was, day was, whoa, was, was another one of those records. records yeah. What artists ain't a little off the grid? 
Yeah, but like Kanye West. Yeah, I met a lot of but, artists. Look at the music he created. It can't be replicated. But he and that's he's, one of them niggas. Like a lot know. of people would say it, but I, I believe it. Like I felt like if his moms were still here, God rest her soul, it would be a different. We Kanye. would have like the the beach. Like we'd have real Kanye. Like, like Kanye the one his mama used to whoop when he got out of, out of character. Like that Kanye. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. not Mr. West. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grief does some crazy. Nah, we might have Mr. West, not Jesus. There you go. Wake up, Mr. West. Jesus. Right? Oh my word. But I remember seeing that being performed, and that was magical for me. Like, there's nothing like the electricity in the air in the of air where you hear some music. shit. <laughs> yeah. It was to the point where even when I went home, I wouldn't listen to nothing else. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's yeah. all Kanye I thought about. He take you on that journey. Yeah. Like I said, did you realize that you are a champion? Yeah, right. I was like, oh. Oh, yes, I did. Like, so oh, we packed it up and brought it back to the crib. I was like, record. what? When I heard Good Morning, first track, I was like, run that back. As a little kid, I was just like, you just listening, but you like, well, think this about you, Ron. Is you is like, you were just you know like when a sponge. music just sounds great. no literally when you yeah when you were younger you were just like a sponge yeah. and music just, oh yeah I adapted to a would, lot of shit yeah, I was a fly would, on the wall you for would a lot just of absorb music literally absorb and, and to be I mean young, I don't think I've ever won a day without and to music do those lyrics the As way you, you used to do and when you were little by the time I was four years old I go I know what you trying to yeah I'm into it I'm into it y'all got me in now I love these two. Candy Mandy said, Hold up. Hold on, son. It's a hold on. I've had some real pivotal moments when it comes to concerts, though. Seeing Dave East live for the first time, that was. Who was your. Excuse me, I'm sorry. No, go we ahead. were talking about this the other night. Who was your, who was your first um, live concert? Ever. Like the first time. J. Cole. You saw. My first yeah. concert. And that nigga tore down the garden. Um, shout out to Cole, Cole World, Boston Show Man Love. I only yeah, say this because I, I didn't get a chance to see it, but I fought so hard. I'm gonna say what would have been my first concert and what was my first concert. Uh-oh. What would have been my first concert <laughs> was Jay Z's uh, Black Album at Madison Square Garden. I called Hot 97 every fucking day. That concert sold out in 23 hours. I called Hot 97 every when he did day. Fade the Black? Uh, when he did the Black album and he did yeah, this that's, last concert. That's the Fade the Black. That's the, that's the, the Black, yeah. In New York. He did that and I was so close to winning tickets. Oh, that's a tough And one. I was caller, you had to be caller number nine in the morning, but 11 at night. And one morning I was caller number eight and at the same night I was calling number 12 and it was like, we already gave away the tickets. Oh. Great try. And I was like, and mind you, I'm in my room in New Jersey, out the window, looking at New York City. New York City. And just imagining the the fucking magical moment that is happening right now in my Mm -hmm. life and in hip hop. This is going to be what was supposedly Jay Z's last everything. Yeah. And I was sitting at my crib, listening to the radio, missing it. Hmm. Missing it. That was a bad hit. My very first concert was uh, I seen Trick Daddy. Mm. Oh, okay. In Miami, it was a free show, and right. I didn't even know what was gonna happen. I was actually, I was chasing my dream so hard. So I was in line getting ready to audition for the band. 
I actually went to the band auditions. Did you really? They waited in line. In waited in line for literally oh, almost four shit. hours before I quit. I gave up. So then once I gave up, I just was like, fuck it. I didn't come to my. I got on a train. I lived in Broadway County at the time in Florida. I didn't get on this train to Miami for no reason, nigga. Like, <laughs> so I, started, I was roaming around Miami and there was this huge crowd of people. So I get to the crowd just being an explorer and then boom, trick daddy. Man. All I heard was a uh, 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 take it to the hive, uh, 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 take it to the hive. Once I heard that shit, I'm like, oh, that's my song, nigga. I'm looking around, I see Trick Daddy up there, Miami Dolphins jersey, white dickies. You know what I mean? I was like, oh my god, and that was like my very first, like, and I stumbled upon it. Stumbled upon it. Stumbled upon it, just like I stumbled upon the free Wiz Khalifa show downtown. That's crazy. And did uh, I did a lot of concerts after that though. The most memorable ones was what my brother Scrout <coughs> before I started actually working at TD Garden. But the favorite, my favorite, was seeing Kanye West do graduation. Fire. There was a, uh, it was a summer jam, and then Kanye West did almost all the joints, brought out Jay Z. Mm. It was like we was like oh Fire. like one of the uh, I seen J Cole not working and then working. I seen J Cole at. Monster Jam, mm. and one thing about Cole is back then I I, I guarantee you even still now, his band was live. Mm-hmm. His he band was live. He had a live band, and it was so Shook, dope. Shaking that garden. I think he did um the joint with Trey Songs. Mm. I know you got a mistress and some hoes. He did oh, all them joints from that Cole. era. Yeah, from that joint, and then um. Yeah, I've been. To, I had a lot of memorable joints, but shit, I had fucking Jay Z and Beyonce at my eighth grade graduation. So, yeah, like, when I say music moves with my life, I didn't ask for this shit. Like, it's really it's universal. Yeah, nigga. Like, imagine seeing Hov and B at your eighth grade graduation, nigga. That's what I'm talking about. Like, nigga, I, those were the best eight seconds of my entire life. <laughs> then I had my my uh, my mother's mother had a face. Fucking nose deep into every tinted limo. Talk about Jay Z! Jay Z! My grandson wants a. Grandma, if you don't get away from these fucking windows! <laughs> What's that? Mosquito. Oh, you didn't smack hard enough. You just. You're just supposed uh, well, to kill it! I, well, I didn't really warn you. I didn't want to. She's hard. <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, no, those were. Those are very memorable. But I really wanted that. I want that Jay Z joint. I really wanted it. I want. I want. A I wanted concert. it. I saw Ovis on my bucket. Seeing him at my eighth grade graduation and then hearing that this is gonna be your last joint. Yeah, that's big. I was like, no, not without me. It ain't. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. I saw uh, Prince mm, I and the Revolution. Was... Print the Purple Rain. Wait, you see Prince? Yeah. On the Purple Rain tour. Yeah. What city? Boston. In the garden. <laughs> yeah. And New Edition <laughs> opened for him. Yeah, I, 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 that's when I knew I was in love with live music. Yeah, I couldn't believe my parents Wait, actually let me New go Edition to this one in the same Concert. night. Yeah, on the floor. On the Purple Rain. Yeah, we were on the floor, probably about you know maybe fifty yards from the stage. You could feel the New Edition yeah. sweat. Yeah. And we felt the sweat from... No, that is a toll. Yeah, Prince. I was hey. like this. Yeah, it really... Purple rain. Yeah. 
See, I knew Handy Mandy was the greatest. Right? She you knew seemed I was. Right? You know I wasn't. That's crazy. Yeah, I was. I couldn't believe my parents let me go, quite honestly, because they were really, really strict. But I would have snuck out to that shit. I was mm-hmm. ready to. New believe edition, me, I was Prince ready to do some show. shit. Even if you miss New Ad- Prince. And that's hometown, hometown. Hometown. Right. I can't remember like new edition. New edition, right? And then you got Prince right. after Purple Rain. Right. Mm-hmm. He's the biggest thing. So we had like, have you ever purified your bodies? It was in the like waters four, of Lake four hours of mm-hmm. like really just incredible music. I, and that was my first. Did he play some instruments and shit? He played everything. Oh my god! It was it was the most incredible real live show. Yeah, like I would put that up there with Pink Floyd. Wait, was was Mickey Friday? But what was what was Prince's crew? What was they the, called? The crew. The shot. What was they called? Prince. The Revolution. Oh, the Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were there, man. Sheila E was there. Ooh. Sheila E was there. Yes, she came out. Sheila and E. Yes. What? And walked up percussion drums like nobody's business. That's and a I swear show. I, right. I swore. It would have been worth it had I had to have, sn- have snuck out. You know, when like I'm, you know, I'm sleeping at Susie's house or whatever. You know, I would have done that. Like that, yes. I would have done that. But you know, thank the Lord that you know my parents let me go because that's when I knew I was, I was just in love with my music and I was. That's dope. I was fortunate to have a friend, like I said, and that's trigger. dope yeah. as shit. Yeah, yeah, metal. Some of the Marleys. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a little crazy. You just, you just, who else have you seen? I'm lit now, right? Yeah, I don't even want to. Like, she said Um, she's seen New Edition and Prince. Right. That's almost as big as seeing. Stephen Marley, Ziggy Marley. Met Stephen Marley. Oh, wow. Um, Saw Public Enemy, met Flavor Flav. He was funny. He was like. Oh, you are so cute. Wait, you see Public Enemy. Yes. Flavor Flavor's trying to get at you? Yes. Handy Mandy was out there fighting the I powers that be. You was about to be Flavor of Love, though. <laughs> I know, right? Fighting that power. You know I was about to be a Flavor of Love. She was out there like Elvis was a hero to most, but he never was shit to me. <laughs> what a... Like, Flavor Flavor. Did you Yo, yo, legendary ones? right now. Did you ask Flavor Flavor with Tommy? No. Was? You should've. And you're no, like, yeah, I, you know. For all of the, for all of the like time that I had spent backstage with, you know, I had to, I, I, I was kind of shell shock, you know. You get like stunned, like you think you're gonna ask all these questions, but when it really comes down to it, right? You know, like I, I saw BB King, met BB King, had dinner what? with BB King, the yes, legend yes, and the blues yes. king himself, yes. yes, had dinner at the Pavilion, Boston Pavilion, yeah. We went and had dinner. What? Yeah. And met his family. Yeah. That was another. I couldn't even speak. I was just like. And you I would have been in awe too. To say. And I, I just. I would have been in huge awe. Yeah, eating like, my steak. Like. BB King. Like, yeah. why, how did I the, get yeah, here? And he was so nice. And, and. You know, like his wife was is is around him. You know, helping right, him. You right. know, like she's like the right hand lady. You know. Wow. And yeah, it was yeah. That was one of those times. I was like, holy moly. That's almost like when I met um, 
I went to Lauren Hill's house by accident for Halloween. Holy shit. Yo, New Jersey holds great memories for me, bro. Like Wait, so New Jersey, Hill everybody's in New Jersey. Door. I think someone else opened the door and then when you look inside the house, it was Lauren is. Hill. Cause we, you know, as as you know how we black folks do, we always trick or treat in the rich neighborhoods. So that's what exactly. we did. We went to Maplewood and all these other towns in New Jersey, and just roaming through the streets where we seen kids at. You hit the doorbell, and um, boom, there it was. Wow. That's got the white clefts at the last minute. The greatest. You seen the yellow Lambo and all that, like. Oh yeah. Chilling in Jersey. Just chilling in Jersey, my nigga. Red man, I would like, Yo, I wish I could have met Reggie Noble. I well, yeah, I've seen I wish I could have met Reggie Noble. I saw him like across the road. Oh, well, like living in New Jersey, you, you actually like I don't know, like it's just so many celebrities that live right, in New Jersey. Right, I was about to say, like that's you just never that's know. The spot, you know, I went to the you're in and out in New York. Right, I went to school with Jay Z's nephew, nigga. Like Jarrell Carter, if you ever hear this, bro, don't act like you never went to school with me, boy. Uh, South Orange Middle School, my nigga, and Maplewood High, boy. He was the reason why Jay Z came to our graduation, cause that was his nephew. That's so he pulled up, and I, I never forget. He was like one of the freshest niggas in school. Like niggas used to be like plotting on him, but then he'd come around the hallway, and then you'd be on that nigga's dick. Right. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, not me. I was a big hater. That <laughs> I was a big hater until graduation day. Right. <laughs> Like, oh, okay. Hove came in a three-piece tuxedo with a bow tie. He looked like he was fresh out of the, like the fruit of Islam, nigga. Like, and and and, and Beyonce had on these dope ass distressed dim jeans. She had on a, a white and red Von Dutch tank top mm-hmm. with the hat to match and some ill heels. Yeah. And I, oh my god, nothing was greater than that except yeah. for the day after when I got my first BMX bike. After that, I knew I was lit, nigga. Right, you knew you was. I have, I had the fucking CD player skipping, but I had the infamous. A, a young boy's mm. Ferrari. Yo, literally, I had a BMX bike. bike. I had my CD player taped to the handlebars, and I was playing the infamous <laughs> by Mob Deep. And it would every time I hit bumps and shit, the CD would skip. Mm. And then my CD for the infamous, I played it out so much, we never could get past. Uh, what's that song? Parties over. You, you couldn't even take <laughs> it. I'll fix it. Take, yeah, take it out. And put it back. I was the nigga that was um. Recording shit I heard on Funk Flex on Friday night and mm. shit or Saturday night and then bring it to school with me on Monday. Friday. But I had to record it on a, on a tape deck and bring mm. the Walkman to school. Niggas had CD players. Mm. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, niggas was like, yo, did you hear that freestyle? And I used to be like, I got it. And niggas used to be like, what? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, first it was a dog. Now you hear the cat. I told you my background's crazy. <laughs> you should see the sound waves every time the meow goes. Oh, no, she's loud, man. <laughs> But, yo, I had so many, like, CDs was a, a, a change in life, too, because it's like, I had tapes, but my mom's was ill with the tapes. Like, I remember I pulled the string out of the doggy-style tape. Oh, oh you not fucked that, up. right? Ass whooping all day. Yeah. I'll tell you. I, I don't know how many times I doggy tried style, to fix those. Up my I fucked up doggy-style. fucked up Snoop. <laughs> yo, I got weed in my throat, y'all. That was another one, and when Snoop came out. Doggy style, Doggy the chronic. Style. My mom's and had chronic, chronic on, on tape, that, on cassette. Yeah, that shit was well, probably my, an original. You, well, you know what? I, my first, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna have to go back and say that my first hip hop was N.W.A. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Sure, that was N.W.A. Wow. I wore the the shit out of that. My friend. And uh, uh, 
shout out to mom and dad. Go ahead. Shout out whoever you want, bro. Um, I went to BYU, and I, I don't know how I got in. I'm sure somebody paid somebody a whole bunch of money or some shit. <laughs> Yo! So I, I was okay. My roommate, my friend down the hall was from Michigan, and mm-hmm. she had the NWA tape. And when, yeah, when she would play that in the dorms at BYU. Fuck the police, come straight from the honey girl. And really like get us in a brown. What, nigga? Yeah. It, 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 That's it, wicked. And then I remember coming home and buying it. Mmm. Parents are so. Yo, you and the Mandy was like, I ain't letting that slip. <laughs> nigga, you gonna get me I that NWA? She straight out of Compton, man. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy album. motherfucker named Ice Cube. Yeah, that from whole a game called Niggas with Attitude was just off the hook. It was just no, that shit was fire. Ice Cube had some bangers. He's an incredible writer. Incredible, dope man. Dope man. Dope man is my shit. Mm-hmm. I thought it Here's was a little story about a man who wouldn't quit. Dope, dope man, please, please can, can I have another hit? The dope man said, "Why I don't give a shit if your girl kneel down and suck my dick." Yo, oh my, that beat though. Are we PG thirteen? No, we're rated X. Shout out NWA. Yeah, shout out to NWA. NWA was. You know who was big for me back then too? The Ghetto Boys. Mm. The Ghetto Boys was my shit. Scarface, Bushwick Bill. Back then, yeah, nigga, them niggas. Bushwick Bill was like, he was the first person that I've ever seen be accepted, as Mm. far as his deficiencies, to be accepted in a world where a lot of you would think a lot of things wouldn't be accepted. God rest his soul. No, for real. But Bushwick Bill, when I seen that little nigga, but I used to always just hear him. Word. When I seen him, I was like, oh shit, oh shit, like. So, niggas, with all it was that uh, uh, my mom playing tricks on me video. <laughs> so I didn't see the nigga in real life, but I'm watching BET and all you hear. And then you see this little motherfucker talk about Halloween came on the weekend. Ghetto boys a trick or treat. And I'm like, who the fuck up? little kids for bags. Shit like nigga. Straight up, nigga. Don't give a fuck. That nigga Bushwick is a different breed. Or was, uh, yeah, I, I love. He was I, on the chronic too. When I did not on. know though. It took me a while because um, when he was started off, this, I stood alone in my four corner room, staring at you candles. Know Scarface wrote that whole song. Yeah, I know. Wrote every verse. Nigga, faces are different. Uh-huh. Yeah, please. Oh my God. Fuck it. <laughs> Got my swagger back, yo. This is one of my favorite Jay Z songs. I think my favorite whole song. Um. Personally, is um, don't even worry about it. It's the cat people. Might be in heat. Y'all want to come help out? Holla at a nigga. <laughs> nah, I just play. What was your first home joint? My favorite home joint is Never Change. Never Change. Ooh. I feel like he, it's one of them records. He's like, you could know he was in the studio and he was just like. He was fighting with that beat. Like in a good way. It was mm-hmm. like watching Tyson on Holyfield. My favorite whole joint. I, I can't even call it a whole joint. Because he's a feature on it. But it's uh it's on. Jay-Z and Beanie Siegel. Once again, it was so oh my god. 
that track right there. Because I ain't going to front. When you go through some shit, and then you hear some shit like that, mm-hmm. and my man Beans was like, what he said, don't even try it, boy. You'd rather slide down a razor blade slide board. I'm a live wire, hula hoop, bob wire. Go through hell with gasoline drawers on. Can't mute me, put the paws on. Nigga, what? He said, what you doing, dog? You laying with it. You got a crib, right? You staying with it. Nigga, Yo, and Hove came in that shit just smooth as fuck. Like, smoothest nigga on the track ever. That, um, Can I Live? Can I Live is one of my favorites. The Evils. You know, The Evils is my favorite off that album. 1900 Hustler. Ew. Um, anything off Reasonable Doubt. Anything off Reasonable Doubt, Blueprint, and the Black Album. Mm. Classic record. Um, volume three is one of my favorites. We definitely know that yeah. Mr. Jay Z has made his definitely made his mark. Four four four. Four 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 is actually like that I, one is is top, crazy. Top five whole albums in order for me. Original Doubt, mm. Blueprint, mm. Black Album, American Gangster. Uh-huh. Okay. And four four four. I think I got three Hove albums. Uh, Life of Times of Sean Carter. Mm, volume one. Yeah. Classic. Reasonable Doubt. And The Dynasty. Undisputed. The Dynasty. Dynasty Only because I can't choose between Kingdom Come, the Black Album, and 444. 444, <laughs> Black Album 3, was ill to me. Uh, but 444, Marcy Me is my favorite joint on there. Marcy and um 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 family was that family, family feud? feud? Nah, Smile is the best record on that album. You think so? I think Family Feud is, but maybe because when that track Smile, came out, Bam, Moonlight, Moonlight is dope. And then um, what's that shit? Um, you just said it. Marcy Me. Marcy Me. I love Marcy Me. I love Kill Jay Z too. My I think of Family Feud was so big to me because I was actually married at the time. And he was like, Super Bowl goes, my wife in the crib feeding the kids liquid gold, we in a whole different mode. Like, that shit was hard to me. I was like, alright, like, in rap, it's not, well, it seems like in rap, it's not okay to be certain things, like a family man, or a good dad, or shit like that, and then like, especially as a rapper, like, right, and then here I was hearing that song. You made big pimping, bro. That's what I'm saying. Fuck him, love him, never leave him. But, but I don't, don't trust him neither. Need him. Take him out the hood. Got him looking good. good. But I don't fucking feed him. Like, I knew Jay Z like, was ill when he was like, if you don't step your ass off these butters soft, what did he say? If you get your shit off, what did he say? If you don't get your ass off these butter soft, better butter leather soft seats, I'm gonna step on the gas. Ass. Like, shorty, if you don't. Turn around, put her ass back in a proper place. Like, nigga. Said Jigger Man, you rich, what's the do rag for us? Lady, you tonight. Oh, I'm dropping you. You back, back off. In front of the club. Jigger, why you do that for? Dog, Dog nigga, nigga till the end, tell a friend, bitch. <laughs> Shout out to Big. Hove was that nigga because it's just the just the money he was getting. Like when you hear that skit that and he was like, What's the difference between a 3.0 with a 3.6? And he was like 30 or 40 grand, cocksucker. Like, like everybody wanted Jay-Z money. Everybody. I didn't care who you was. When you show me that picture of the nigga with the TV on the block with the extension cord and the rabbit ears antenna, oh, yeah. I said, oh, nigga, you didn't make money like Jay-Z, nigga. You got to make Jay-Z money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that nigga had an extension cord coming out of somebody's apartment that he with had to give a, a rock to or something. 
chilling on a beach chair on a block with his foot up on a guardrail, <laughs> watching TV. With the rag on, chilling. But that picture, yo, when they say a picture is worth a thousand words, I see that, that picture. A thousand words. And I, when I see Jay Z watch TV on the block, that just showed me, nigga, you ain't got time for nothing else. I gotta watch TV on the block. That's how fast I'm getting it. I can't even go home and watch here. TV. I'm out here. We out and I'm not missing a beat. Or right. my favorite TV show. <laughs> That's why music and art is so incredibly complementary to yeah. each other. I love Especially when they came out with the posters that just have uh, yeah. lyrical quotes on it. Like those are dope. Like I, I, I love I, those. Yeah, I feel like that. Even if it's just words on a blank slate, I just, like nobody right. knows that. That's art. Who said that in the rhyme? J Cole what? writing lyrics down and then putting them on the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, I did that he wrote that on. Um, back in the day, we had to do that. I, I don't know if you ever did it, but I know I had to uh, I listen to a song and write the words down so I can memorize the song. But then oh, they used to have, oh yeah, if you didn't have the discography that came in the world. Yeah, and because some of them didn't come with the lyrics though. Yeah, that. I used to have a book of, um, I used to write down the lyrics mm-hmm. for like all the songs that See, were, I have no like, time for writing shit down. I just memorized that it right were there. very like instrumental, you know, mm. like lyrics that were really like oh shit. Like I gotta remember that shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna quote this shit. Yeah. I'm gonna throw this down on somebody. For the uh, what was it? Uh, it was uh, machine gun funk. Mm. I wanted to learn the words so bad to machine gun funk. Great verses. Like, and I and I would press. It was annoying because after every bar, pause, play, pause. Play, yeah. pause, play, and I'm literally writing it down. Only reason I got so annoyed was because the very next day I fell asleep with my headphones on and my notebook on my chest. My mom used to go ill about me running the radio at night because of the electric bill. She found my notebook with lyrics in it, thought it was homework. Found my notebook with lyrics on it, beat me out my sleep. You can write down these lyrics, but you can't do that schoolwork. Okay. <laughs> right. And, and that was how it was, though, because you connected with your world and the, music. The sad part was, I got my ass whooped that day. It wasn't nothing major, major. I got my ass whooped that day. I smacked around, and I kept thinking to myself, like, got- how does my mom know the words to Machine Gun Funk, nigga? She had to read the <laughs> She just knew the song. <laughs> I know she's not in she's, I can just see her talking about I live for the funk, song. I die for the funk. What the fuck is that? Yeah. They're booting that shit! Exactly. Get your ass up! Uh oh. You wanna do is they pay the full. If you don't stop playing that boobity boob shit in my store, <laughs> I don't even know you can understand this shit. Mm-hmm. Yo, I'm telling you, dog. Like, it's just weird. Like, especially for like my life. Like, I feel like I even lived in states where music wasn't popping, but then when I got there, shit started popping. Like Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like when I first got to Atlanta, and then you started hearing, like, Little Johns or Pastor Troy's, and even people that you didn't think came from Atlanta or were really big, like Usher. Fire. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't, uh, uh, like, I don't know if Aaliyah was from Atlanta, but she had a really big Atlanta presence. She's from like, New York. Um, TLC had a real big Atlanta presence. Sure. Um, Jermaine Dupri was Kevin. Yeah, Jermaine Dupri. Oh my God. Yeah. Put Atlanta sound. Him and Beats by the Pound. Not even Atlanta, Atlanta sound. sound though. Um, I, I. Not even Beats by the Pound. I'm tripping. I heard um, Crisscross or anything that was done 
by Jermaine Dupri. Yeah. And you, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even acknowledge the artist rapping. I used to be like, yo, Jermaine Dupri is a fucking monster. Yeah, the brat. You can't even say Jermaine Dupri without saying the brat. Yeah. What up? The brat was a beast. That so functified was my shit. Mm -hmm. Or anything she did with Missy. Like that Mega Missy Man shit. Fucking her and Timbo. That's the same thing. It's like Timbaland and Magoo. You can't. Well, yeah, but even with. But you know when. It's oh, yeah, Timbo Missy and, and Timbaland. Oh, yeah. yeah. That collab is more. Timbaland was a beast. Than him and Timbaland was a fucking. Yeah. Problem. Everything he did, he's that, everything for he touched Aaliyah. turned Aaliyah, it on. Yeah. Like, come on. Everything Just the way he, he would beatbox on that beat. Nigga, the beat patterns itself Self. was like. Thank you. Oh. Know, you're playing with noise and you're already in a whole nother round doing this shit because nobody sounds like this. And who was, who was as big as Timbaland at the time? Besi oh, what? Swiss Beats? Swiss Beats was just coming out. Timbaland was already established. Yeah, yeah. so. Because Swiss Beats started coming out, what, 97? I think that 96, 97. So who would be as big as a producer as Timbaland back then? Could you say Dr. Dre at this time? Um, Dr. Dre is way bigger than him at this point. At this point, right? Yeah. It might be Jermaine <coughs> But even Jermaine Dupri Jermaine was already Dupri? established before Timbaland. Yo, when he did Money Ain't a Thing... Mm. With Jay Z, himself kicking up top game. I mean, I know Jay, I know Jermaine Debris can rap. I know he can rap. Mm -hmm. But when I first heard that, that Ferrari, a Jaguar, yeah. switching four lanes with the top down, screaming out, yeah. "Money ain't a thing." Yeah, that was some shit. Currency actually did. Um, he he got a song named Jermaine Dupree. He just and, dropped a new album. Yeah, I know. I got it. Trust me, I got it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a lifer. Know. I'm a lifer. <laughs> I got it. Shouts out to Currency. My nigga spit it and ready, bro. You are highly loved. Big pause. I don't think you know, my nigga. Not a crazy fan, but a super one. You won't stand me, my nigga. You won't Eminem and stand me, my nigga. Dear Mister, I'm too busy to call. All right, my friend. Nah, bro, we ain't one of them. We're gonna get into that. I got an Instagram moment with currency. We're gonna get into it. Oh shit. But uh, um, who else was who else was the, like as far as producers go? I be forgetting like we be forgetting about Let's the producer. About Timbo is 95, 96. Yup. When he like debuts, and I'm sure he might have had some work done before that, but yeah, maybe him and Swiss, they're like a dynamic duo, anyways, right now. Like, doing but I thing think with it was, but like them at the time the when time they came out, it was of, like fire, I mean, right? Like, you were still like in the realm of like Quincy Jones, Swiss did. because Whitney Houston was still out, you Quincy, know what I mean? It was Quincy, it was a toss up, Jones. yeah, he was still. Working that man at the time. Oh yeah. wait, let me. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Puffy's I had to going say. Bananas on him. Yeah. Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, yeah. Puffy. Puffy. Is, um, let me tell you something about Puffy. Puffy's Puffy's dangerous. Puffy Baby is the face. king. Riley. If you if you yeah. thought your track was forgot about, give it to Puff. Right. <laughs> give it to Puff. When he put when he made Big do juice juicy. Like nobody was thinking about that damn song, Juicy Fruit. When when Biggie was when when they was recording that, I think Puff was literally in his room like juicy food. Like and was like, uh-uh, you finna do this shit. Yeah. And I know Big was like, nigga, please. Big was like, you want me to talk about this shit? Yeah. For a street dude, Puffy knew how to he knew what music was. He knew how he to bring for his sound. Yeah. I knew Puffy was ill, and I, this was when I was young. I was living in California when I first heard Been Around the World with Mace. 
I knew Puffy was ill after I heard Mary's album. When what's the four one one dropped, my nigga? Mary J. The hood went nuts. Went bananas for that nuts. girl from Yonkers. Nuts. Yeah. Shouts out the Y, yo. World talk, my nigga. Like when I heard Jada and Mary J. When he did the verse, I forgot they did that shit. Mm-hmm. That's Yonkers. Oh, day. And she's the one who found the niggas. She found the locks and brought them to Puffy. Like, yo, I want you to. I found these kids. Really? From wild, you know. But they were, but they, but the locks, they were actually like loved, love. Like, DMX said when he did features, he'd always look for the locks. Mm hmm. Wild all day. Yonkers. It was like drag on the locks. Or like you had to be from Yonkers if you right. wasn't like same producers and all of that. Yeah, stuff. no bullshit. PK, fucking Swiss. Nori and, was like um, that too, though. I had uh, yeah. no idea because you had to represent where you no was from. I had no idea that Nori was. Who he really is? Yeah. Nori's came a long way though. For real. Nori, I feel like Nor. I love Noriega. When I say this, I mean no disrespect because. The nigga calls himself dyslexic. Though. I was, I'm just gonna say it. Nah, yeah, that nigga's a little. I feel like Nori is a retarded shooter. Like, I remember the days of Hot 97. Yo, what? Yeah, <laughs> nigga, I said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Noriega to death, bro. Bear from TV was probably one of the best tracks I've ever heard in my young life. That nigga had Cameron, The Locks, in fact, uh, was it uh, Big Pun all on one track? Nigga. Bear from TV, nigga. Crazy, bro. Cam went hard. Cam. Cam went hard. Yeah, Cam, Pun, Jada. Two thirds of the lock. So it was Jada and, and Styles. No, well, Sheik wasn't on. Yeah, oh, yeah, Sheik wasn't on, on there. Yup, yep, you're right. Um, And who else? I think Nature. Nature was on there? Yeah. Or, yeah, it's Nature on there. Nature's on the track. And then I think it's some. Oh, uh, uh, Prodigy. 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 Prodigy's, I th- Pro- yeah, Prodigy's on band from. T- uh, I, I'm about to look right now. No, he's not. I think it's Nature, Pun, Nori. You Styles. might be right. Hold on, and, I'm about to look. Um, I'm about to we about to fact check it. I'm searching it right now. Oh, I'm about to fact check. And the fact check is. Hold on, I think I. Oh, here it is. Okay. Bear from TV. Oh, the words won't go. Oh, here it is. Big pun. Cameron. Jada kiss. You were right, nature. Nature, because nature, nature and Styles P. Nature got the. I think it was Nature's session. Really? No, I'm lying. I watched too much Drink Champs. The one I'm talking about is when they did Body in the Trunk with Nori yes, 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 yeah, and Nature, yeah, on Nature's session. Wasn't yeah. Nature a part of the um the Brave Hearts with Nas, right? Or are we talking about a different Nature? Did Nature I don't know Nature about fuck that. with Nas? I know in he them? was on the firm. Nature was on the firm, right? They replaced it was Nature, but they um Cormega. He was Cormega. He yeah. came in after Cormega. Or they were all original members. Yo, the firm was the shit. Foxy Brown was my favorite person from the firm. Mm-hmm. She was yo. I ain't gonna front. A lot of my lyric style would come from Foxy. Fire. Cause Foxy, she got a lot of her style from old. No, I'm hip, but just to be a girl from Brooklyn, I can see why. I can see how little Kim got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like that to Brooklyn be a girl Camino. from Brooklyn, like just and you see all these niggas, you might be fucking with niggas, thugged out, hanging out with niggas. It's the same thing with the Bronx and Cardi B. I'm sorry, when Cardi B had her, her uprise and she was in the Bronx, she was 
big gangster nigga had 30 niggas in the band. The whole, whole, whole project was loving her. Mm-hmm. But she was on some goon shit. Like, just to be a girl to come out of New York City like that, you, you can gotta see. gotta be gritty. So I could see, like, when I first heard, um, was it the BK anthem by Foxy Brown? And she was like, let me tell you where I grew up at. Mm-hmm. Step up through a bat. Like, yeah, uh, Brooklyn beef? Who want that? Like, bro, different. Yo, she said shit that I, I had to look up. I had to look up what a Marquise cut diamond was. Because she, she said in one of her rhymes, I keep a fat Marquise piece. And I was like, oh, man, it's my name. It's my name. And I was like, oh, what the fuck is a Marquise piece? It's a, it's a certain diamond cut. Yeah. So I was like, what? I'm about to do that. Get some Marquise diamonds in my shit. Word. I don't know if it's Marquise or Marquis Diamonds. Marquee. It's Marquis. Marquis Diamonds. Yeah, see, you can't listen to, to black people. Infomercial joints at Diamond Channel. Yeah. Like, channel. Wake up to that shit in the morning. I used to be like, the like whole shop at network yeah. shit. Yeah. And they'd be explaining the diamond with the price yep. list on the little blue joint. I read them shit too. Thing on the, yo, I used to love some shit earlier. Be like blue oval be sapphires like, and shit. Three in the morning and shit. I used to have a collection of stones. Yeah. yeah. Yo, gems are dope. Very much so. Yeah. Rubies and sapphires yeah, and yeah, crystals. I used to buy the stones, yeah. <laughs> so, was you big in hip hop? What's what's Bear Water into your world? Wait, what? What Bear Water into your world? So I know weed and music hip-hop go hand in hand. Well, yeah, but... Um, or just music in general. Yeah. So I know once the weed hit, it was different. Like, I know you didn't hear Pink Floyd the same. <laughs> Hell no. I would be high as a kite with the tape and the little Walkman with the volume, like, 30 sleeping to... Like, no, I know what you mean. Pink Floyd the Wall or mm. Dark Side of the Moon. Because you can listen to the whole, whole album. Whole shit, yeah. It's like... You know, and just be like, whoa. You know, yeah, Pink Floyd was like, they were very artistic and mm-hmm. visionary in what they saw, you know, which was where the the wall, the movie came from. I mean, that shit's fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, like, I remember, I remember when I first smoked crazy. weed and actually heard The Doors. And I was like, ooh. So, like, yeah. It's like, a, so a band I called had, The Doors. Yeah. Mm. Jim Morrison. Yep. Uh, I've never listened to. Uh, Dead and Company again, ever the same. Mm. There, I never knew who they was, but they're dope. And then, like, I was, I listened to them, and then I, I was, I was at TD Garden. They were having a concert, and that's the first time I didn't smell like loud. I smelled like reefer. I smelled homegrown, nigga. Like, and you can tell everybody in there had like silver hair. This is, it was a very, very mature crowd. Yeah. Very much, but I loved it. And they're all getting. And they're getting high, just jamming out. Oh, like when Bob Bob Seger. Yeah, Bob Seger's a good one. Oh my gosh! Like I never even heard of them, and I'm like, yeah, I'm never. That I want the Silver Bullet Band. Like I want the, I, I fuck with them. Listen, Bob Seger was a. Piece he's that of dude. Time. He's got. He's a singer songwriter, mm-hmm. which makes it even better. Like, you know, who's a, another performer that blew my mind that a lot of people wouldn't think I've seen, Elton John. It, I've never seen him. I would love. To. I've seen Elton John twice. I think I, I may have seen him at like the summer jam. Like he came out for like one song or something. Yeah. Like I don't think it was anything. I see, yo, a whole Elton John show. I missed. That would be. An I missed like an hour of work. Mm-hmm. But my boss didn't even care. He was like, "Was it an hour?" But I was like, "Yo, I love Elton John." Like. Yeah. 
He's a singer songwriter. But yeah. I never, I never heard him personally, that like did, in my ears. But that once nigga I did songs on the line, King. like once I seen him with my eyes, and he had them big ass glasses, and he's killing the piano, literally killing the piano. Mm. Elton John and like Queen. Oh, were Queen's like, another good um, one. Were, Queen is a dope. Queen is dope. So was so was the we're lead very, singer like, in Queen really gay? Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. I, I did. Okay, all right, I get it. And now. he was, and and he was very flamboyant at the time. This was at the time but when was like the seventies and eighties, and, and but he was like they were world, like they were like the Beatles almost. Right. Like they were like internationals. Like, right. So right. Quick. That nobody even had a chance to breathe. My my homeboy white boy put me on the Queen. Yeah, and I once he's I first heard that shit, yeah, yeah, I was like, "Oh, this shit yeah, is dope." Yeah, you can tell he's very artistic and 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 he's very um, different and unique in the way he writes lyrics and and the storytelling. Like Bruce Springsteen is another one. Like, Bruce Springsteen, oh yeah, like, he's like a storyteller. Um, and his who's the guy that did um, the Air of the Night? Phil, Phil Collins, Collins, that's my dude. Um, I like Phil Collins, and Daddy put me on to um, what's old boy's name? Paul Simon. Paul Simon and Gar- yeah. Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, yep. put me on to that. Yeah. Um, a- see, my mother, we grew up listening to Bob Dylan. Oh, Bob Dylan, forgot about that. Yeah, you know, listening to Joni Mitchell. Metallica. Um, and then my brother got into, like, Led Zeppelin, Metallica. Right, yep. Them dudes is different. Van Halen. Yeah, Bob those Seeger. dudes is different. Yeah. I like that type of shit. Metallica, and, and ACDC. Yeah, and then dudes. I was introduced. Iron Maiden or however you, Maiden. yeah. Yeah, to that type of music. And... Hip-hop introduced then me to Aerosmith. Then I was um, introduced Aerosmith. to mm. country music. Country's dope. Country is dope. And I feel like you know, so I can't. I feel like country niggas are either so live free or die or in their feelings. Yeah. They be like, I'm down here, got my truck, guitar playing, yeah. or, and then I'm, don't piss People off a country singer though, because then it'll be it'll be some shit. Go write a song. <laughs> I know the tractor. Right. Yo, yeah. the way like, country the folks way love is. John Diaz. The way they love machinery. And oh trucks. my god! <laughs> I want a backhoe. Like I want a backhoe digger just to be able to live down south. I feel like you gotta. Oh, you have to have, you gotta have a backhoe digger, a John Deere my tractor. My sister's got like three of them. A four by four. I'm four. like, dude, do you even know how to drive those? <laughs> I had Zachary trying to pull the other tractor out. I got stuck in the in the mud. Yep, go to get the tractor. We'll pull you out. Yeah. I was like, what the? Let me get the fuck out of here. This is too fucking country for me. <laughs> like as soon as you get that tractor, I'm gone. <laughs> I went right in the mud with that. The kids were like, oh, uh, Zach and them were like, oh. I'm still stuck. Got, that like, you're seeing done. Prince yeah. live. Oh. That's going to be in my head forever. That's crazy. But the, and then I saw Di- the Diamonds and Pearls tour. That oh. tour later on, yeah. Um, and that was good too. That was, you know, obviously good. But, but that first... Like concert experience, experience was like I couldn't ask for anything better. Like the only time, other time I got like butterflies like that was when we went and saw um, Pink Floyd. Oh, you actually seen Pink Floyd too? Oh, I've seen him a, a couple times. Wow. And we were in the front row, 
at Gillette Stadium. Oh. Sitting next to Bob Kraft. Yeah. Yo, when I say Bob Kraft is invited to the barbecue, bro, he, I don't think he knows how black he is. He's one of them. He is. Like, I seen Bob Kraft. Michael Rappaport. I seen Bob Kraft with Meek Mill at TD Garden rocking the championships necklace. The Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks. What's that guy? I feel like he's black, too. Oh, wait, though. He's on the Shark Tank, and he owns the Mavericks. What's old boy's name? Yeah, you know who I'm talking about, though. I'm, I'm about to look him up, but I think I do know who you're talking about. Uh, I'm about to Google his ass right now. Yeah. Do we feel like c- certain certain white folks that we that you've um, we Bobby feel are black? Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. You know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. right? Mark Cuban. Yeah, would owns, you agree? I think he owns. Yes, um, he's invited to the barbecue. I think yeah. he owns. Um, he looks like he'd bring Mavericks. a dish. Yeah, and, um, and it, it might be don't he own Philly? He owns a couple things. Philly was is owned by I think a group of people. No, like the team. Yeah, I think they're owned by a group of people. And the Nets are. Um, Nets are no more. Oh, Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn Nets. Nets. I thought you were talking about New Jersey Nets. I'm sorry. I was. Mm-hmm. So sorry. <laughs> she said Nets. I heard Jason Kidd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right back. I went right back. No, I was pissed off at that. I had just got a Jason Kidd jersey. Living in New Jersey, and then I took it with me everywhere just yeah, to hear the Nets went to Brooklyn. I said, "Oh fuck you!" Yeah, they, they, that was real quick. I said, "Fuck you!" Oh wait a second, wait a second. I think I hear somebody coming. Uh oh. Oh, coming and going. <laughs> right? She didn't even come near this room. <laughs> Yo, so we've learned a lot today. Yes, this has been very. This is dope. I'm telling you. See, once we start going down the rabbit no, hole, like it gets this, crazy. Cause, cause y'all, but you I, made the rabbit hole deeper. Yeah. We were scratching the surface. If, if like listen, you went crazy. past the tree roots. If, if, if I could, like I could tell crazy. y'all, I could tell y'all some stories about backstage. Oh, here we go. Yeah. There we go. Let's get into it. Let's, yo, we gotta get into it. Auntie Sherry, please don't tell me you flashed somebody backstage. <laughs> Did I? No. Did I? No, 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 no. Because my friend was like, "Listen, I'll." Uh, I love how you had to ask that. I'll kick you. I'll kick your ass. Like if you act up. I just show you're good friends. I'll kick your ass. Like that's basically what it was. Like, like you're not coming behind stage and hanging out with these people and acting a fool, and then it One comes back up? to me. Yeah. Right, right, right. So I was scared because I. They gave you that black mom in the grocery store. Is yeah. there an artist or a band that you've seen or met? Like not even just concert, just seen and be like, who have you? You don't look like this on TV. Marilyn Manson. Mm. Wow. Yeah, and I felt like I needed. Was he like super norm after that? Was he super normal or was it just? He was. was it like painted Marilyn Manson with painted, the leather? Yeah, painted Marilyn Manson, like painted white Marilyn Manson with the goth lips, and yeah, it was around that time. Yeah. I want to know what Marilyn Manson used to go through to paint from your neck up every day. I would probably think it's like and spray tan, and not sweat off that paint. Then you got to spray that shit on, right? Like spray uh, tan type. A that's deal. a lot. Yeah. But I feel like people who are into that golf shit, they put in the work. They, yeah. <laughs> they really do. You can't get all, all those belt buckles on your arm These by yourself, nigga. Like, you, somebody is helping you. I think they start getting dressed at 6 a.m. Yeah, you can't get this nail polish right like that. The black nail polish right like that. It's Every just, day. Yeah. Your shit don't never chip. They, yeah, they, they, you know, they, they work hard at it. 
first person I seen at, with my own two eyes that I was like, you don't look like that on TV, was DMX. He was so small. I thought DMX as a kid was like the biggest thing. Because on TV, DMX is like, like as tall eight. as you, maybe. DMX is like, one. he's 5'8". So DMX is small. He's like 5'6", five, 5'8". Five, okay, he's small. Okay, I'm tall. I'm not tall. Right, but, then you but he's, if I can see over you, it's it's an issue. As a male, I, I just. Most people can see over me. I mean, but, I mean, for, for a female, for it's different. A man of that stature. Like, on TV, and right. you see him, and he look, on TV, the nigga looks 6'1". Yeah, everybody looks 6'1", on TV. Then yeah, I realized right. I met DMX and said, no wonder your whole body can fit in the screen. Uh-oh, you're such a mess. Like oh and um <laughs> Carrie Hilson. Carrie Hilson. She's super bony. She's tiny. On TV they make her like not that she's not ugly. Not yeah, ugly at all, but she is skinty. Like when her elbow flex, you can see every part of the bone flex and move and shit. And then like she was on the on the stage and her neck was just so strong and shouldery and she looked sunken like Like she needed a cheeseburger. No, literally. Yeah. Like, or just, like, maybe no cocaine that night. I don't know. But she was mad skinny. Yeah. And, she was fine. Yo, she was fine. But then I seen she her. Is. I seen her on a Monster Jam stage. And I said, uh-uh. Like, that looked like that of her. I don't, I don't think I, my crush was over. Yeah. Right then and there. Her glasses were bigger than her face. She just looked, she was cute, but she looked malnourished. She got a little too. Uh, Janaiko. Same thing. She got a little too. Um, she's small, but she's so cute. She's so I seen her backstage at TD Garden, and I I didn't know it was her at first. I waved hi to her, and then I, I it, the elevator doors were closing, and it hit me. That's 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 Janai. I I was like, oh my god, I, I listen to all your shit. Like I'm in love with you, girl. She's like this small, and she's literally super skinny. Her clothes were just draping. She looked so California soul though. It looked like she just left the beach. Didn't bring no shoes with her. Like, you know what I mean? Went from the beach to the tour bus to here. Like, it <laughs> had a guitar with her. Like, she's just super earthy. Like, crazy. I felt birds chirping. Not heard. I felt. I said it right. I felt birds chirping when she when I walked past her. But not like an Erica Badu aura. It's like you see trees grow behind this broad when she walks. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, it... Like she's that earthy. What's that? The um, land that she's walking like her feet got lime in it or something. Nigga. <laughs> One of the Michael Jackson, um, remember the time moments when that nigga turned into him out the dust and shit. Like you see, it's one of them type moments. Yo, bro. Or uh, Gucci Man. Gucci Man was another one that shocked the fuck out of me. French Montana was another one. His teeth are mad big. They, they look like if he sneezed, he's taking a chunk out of something. Man. Like, it, <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> Chris Brown was another one. I seen Chris Brown. We rode the same elevator together, and I don't judge books by its cover. I, I was thinking maybe you were just super exhausted. Chris Brown looked. Tired. He got in the elevator, linked up against the wall, and I was like, yo, what up, CB? That nigga looked at me like, what the fuck is you talking to me? Oh, damn. On that type shit. That nigga hit the stage, and you wouldn't even thought that was that nigga in the elevator. Yeah. He looked... 
I don't want to say high, but he looked like fucking just exhausted and drugged out at the same time. Like, it looked like he would turn down intercourse if it was thrown at him that night. No, I'll show you tonight at the night. Not throw the yaya at him. Tory Lanez. Small as fuck. You can't be that small with hair lot deficiencies. I. <laughs> Tory Lanez was amped though. Trippy Red was another one. Super childish. Running around like like as if he was like little bow wow backstage fucking with people. Trippy Red is, and he just look he looks like a kid. Like on TV, you think he looked like probably one of them evil ass demon kids or whatever. I don't know how old he is now, but then he was 20 because he kept asking niggas for Hennessy bottles and they kept asking for his age. He kept saying, I'm 20, but come on. Oh, uh, yeah. And nobody would give it to him. No, they don't mess around. Yeah, yeah. nobody would give it to him. I don't think artists have with fun the, in Boston. With the buying the liquor. You gotta know somebody. Artists I mean, don't have fun in Boston. I think it's just... You have to know somebody backstage, I mean, you know what I mean, shit, and, and on the road crew to... Like I heard it when, all depends on how you know. No rappers, they, they, they say rappers say it's like that in Japan when they perform overseas in certain places. Japan won't let you do shit. No, they won't you probably. You can't smoke. Town. You can't. Yeah, like it's almost on some shit like that. Like well, you can't do shit. Uh, this, this they some, shut down venues and clear yeah, houses there like was that. Some type of and they said you won't get there. paid. There's some type of concert there years ago at the at the naval base at our naval base mm-hmm. in, Japan, in Japan. They were like. Fuck no, there was an accident. Like, I want to say, like, a bunch of prostitutes were Okay, you know, we Asian prostitutes were killed, and the U.S., you know, Navy. A little dim sum. Yeah. And they really were like, after that, they were like, oh no, like, they weren't letting. Canada's big like that, so. I heard Canada's kind of strict. For performers. No, I mean, I saw it, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't have the backstage view of that. Right. But um, I saw U2. Mm. The, yeah, the Zuropa tour. U2 was it's crazy. It was, it, it, it was a huge venue. And it was actually, I felt like it was my, um, maybe a little less than here. Because the drinking age is a little different. You're right. <laughs> but everybody was, you know, it was a controlled you know, people weren't like getting out of hand and shit like that, you know? Yo. It wasn't like, you know, people. No, nah, I know what you mean. I mean, I've seen a mosh pit. I've seen a mosh of pit. Of like 200, Damn. 300 people. Mosh pits are mosh dangerous, pit. bro. Yeah. You will, yeah. something is broken, a nose. Yeah. Some, I mean, then what I learned about mosh pits is there's actual, like, a step or a dance. Where they just come in and they start stomping and swinging arms right. and it's purposely meant to. And like in Atlanta, we used to throw them bows. We used to throw elbows and shoulder shrug and throw bows, but it was fun to just shove your mans. You don't give a That's damn. We don't give a fuck. Raging, like, bro. They start going crazy. A mosh pit. But then you start getting. Then you start carrying people up on top. Like I've seen some real crazy shit. Like some real crazy shit. A mosh pit. But the mosh pit at Woodstock. Let's the, get into the, it. The, <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. I went to both anniversary shows. And I was gonna show you've been to Woodstock. Yeah. I have somebody on my show who's been <laughs> to fucking Woodstock, bro. 
Wait, which was this? Ain't the original? <laughs> no, it was I mean, the, it, the first one was at it's the still Woodstock. The first one is there still a Woodstock? Mm, yeah, yeah, I think it. The anniversary? No, they stopped it after the second anniversary. They did like the 25th anniversary, and then they did like the 30th anniversary. I know the events was at one of the anniversaries. I went to both of them. The first one I worked at, so I got paid. Like my ticket was free. Got paid to see the show. Yeah. I got paid 125 dollars. But when I tell you something. We were on the original, we were in Woodstock, New York, on the original farm Ooh, of Woodstock. Woodstock, yeah. And, you know, when I tell you it was hot as fuck, it rained, like, the sky got N.E.M., N.E.M., it's a twister, it poured, and motherfuckers were dancing naked in the mud. I believe it. And sliding down the hills into the mud. At that point, it's like, fuck it. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was really Might the, as well enjoy, enjoy this shit now. Yeah, yeah let's right, get it all out. Right, because right, everything you have with you is getting thrown away when you get home. Get home, home. yeah, or however you get. Imagine right. when it stops over it. and you're covered in mud. Imagine, right? You <laughs> gotta get in the wet. Niggas are stripping out the doors. Like, yo, what's my back? Sitting in the car, butt ass naked. <laughs> like, what happened to your clothes, bro? They took it. What's that hole and was in the drawers? Like, sir, had a good time at Woodstock, huh? Huh? Right. Pleasure. But I can only. Yeah. But today, that's like South by Southwest, Coachella. Made in America was today, day two. I was watching that shit earlier, live stream. Yeah, I want to go to like a lot of Palooza. Or a Rolling Loud. Yeah, I definitely need an experience like a summer jam. Yeah, I, I need a lot of Palooza. I want to do Coachella too, but I want to do it like the rich folks. <laughs> no, because to be able to experience every show, every part, like not to miss a damn thing. And it's three, it's like three, then, four stages. In right? one, yeah. So you can walk to one stage, yeah, walk to another. It's like Woodstock was like that. They got like a fucking Ferris wheel and it's yeah. like a, ra- yeah. oh my God. They got types of sponsors out there. People like Adidas will put shit out there. Yeah. I'm Mad Fire Island was fake. I wanted to do that shit. Facts. Firefest. Firefest looked like that shit was gonna be dope, nigga. Right. Then them niggas got there. Huh? Woo! <laughs> Why the same beds that was at Firefest was had this year's Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> Yo! I just sat there looking at Kevin Durant like, how are you sleeping, bro? Not with a new rag, that's for sure. Shut shut the fuck Shut the fuck Shout out to KD and your barber, cause you need him. I think I used to think yeah, Yo, you got me you. crying over here. I'm crying. Oh, he said he's not sleeping with a rag. Yo, why did you do that to mommy? Yo, leave him alone, bro. That's mommy. At least he's going bald up top first. He could be like LeBron. Like, I don't even think, yo, I don't know what LeBron is doing at this point, bro. Like, if I was LeBron, I would just go bald, bro. You rich, my nigga. You rich and married. He ain't letting go of his What do we keep it? I think I think Tiger was the only nigga who had successful hair growth. (laughs) (laughs) 
Remember Tiger? Tiger had the worm in the coconut. That nigga was out there like, nigga. Oh no, Jada Kiss was semi successful. Jada's the only nigga that everybody thought was bald, nigga, until like the past five years. Yo, Jada, yo, Jada took his hat off. I said, when the fuck did this happen? Tori put him on. Tori put him on to the right doctor because I don't know who put Tori on. That shit just don't work for Tori, bro. That's that bad karma, nigga. Tori can sweat right now and he's bald again. He's bald again. That's why that nigga's so toxic. He got to deal with short man's complex. Ain't bald. Like, nigga. That nigga be saying so Jay-Z don't know what to do with his shit. Jay-Z, I don't... I feel like he could have hair for days. But I just... I don't know. When you used to see it, niggas with... With the fresh, fresh bald bean cut? Nah, nigga. rest in peace. Kobe. Rest in peace, peace, Kobe. Kobe was the original nappy head baller. They didn't give a fuck. No, uh, to the point where not even okay, you're nappy, cool, nigga, get the lint out your shit, my nigga. Like Kobe did not give two fucks. We all know why Michael Jordan was bald. That nigga came into the league with no sides, nigga. His his hairline was a a rainbow, like it just. Like he had no corners. <laughs> he just <laughs> that nigga went bald and said, "Oh yeah, this is it." <laughs> On dogs, yo, who what? Yo, can we get into it? The rapper deficiencies. Oh, Joel Santana. Oh, that's. I, I need you to hang it up, brother. I, I, yeah, yeah, I don't need. I hear a legend, you got bro. Your teeth fixed in prison. <laughs> You're a legend, bro. No niggas that go to jail just to get their teeth fixed. I don't know how his shit fell out. I can't get my teeth fixed. Like, how does your shit fall out, bro? Snappy, nappy, it can't be it. You better leave Camilla. No, you know what? Let me stop. <laughs> but Joel's just, just, I'm sorry. The verses, bro. I used to have so much faith in Joel Santana, bro. I'm sorry. Cameron was right, bro. Some people just got, some people are not built for heavy drugs, bro. Like, yeah. You had to get I your joints like, fixed, and now you're not the same nigga. Like, I feel like Lil Wayne needs to kind of cool it. Lil Wayne needs to, nah, he needs that haircut, though. Well, that too. But. Wayne's gonna keep that shit, though. I think with dreads, it just, it, like I said, drugs don't help, but with dreads, hair loss is imminent. Like, it's it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah, dreads fuck your yeah, scalp up. You got vitamin deficiencies from the drugs. That, yeah. That, and then you do a drugs. Yeah. And then you're dying and shit. <coughs> you're braiding them together <coughs> and once you got dreads it's like <coughs> you start altering your shit <coughs> and then you gotta go back to like bald again <laughs> no like when I when I had my dreads the worst thing in the world was cutting them my first yeah. set I can't even see me cutting my shit my first set the worst thing in the yeah, world was cutting my shit feel, you know, he'd feel naked like yeah, a motherfucker so God love my king He's He'd feel naked like a motherfucker. I just let my hair grow. How long that... are they? Two feet? What, your dreads? Yeah. My hair, yeah. Two feet? Shit, that nigga started yeah. with what? Down Six down inches? A little past the middle of his back. A little longer, right? Shorter? You didn't start as short as me, though. He started nubs. short. No, I had nubs. My shit was yeah, like this long. Nubs. 
Yeah, yeah, because you, you let your afro progress, though. I ain't gonna front. Yeah, and that afro was the cute. wave, nigga. Yeah. When you used you to throw your bandanas on and your shit would poof out, yeah. and I used to be like, look at my nigga. That's when I wanted to dress like Method Man and help. Yeah. I had the, I had the, oh yo, I, to be meth, so I used to tell Ronnie, oh, yeah. you're missing the toothbrush, bro. Uh-huh. You're just missing the toothbrush. I just didn't know what he was aiming for. And he woke up one morning and I was up and I'm like, this nigga looks like meth, nigga. He looks like the cow, I nigga. Because that's when I was in he love. Like, Wu-Tang like put me on and meth is still my top five and I just wanted to Not so meth. much now. Back then, yeah, I can see that. He had all the women, and he was just gutter, like yo, but like yeah, the most versatile. It was was funny, different energy. He was funny as fuck, though. So it was just like meth, nigga. I want to be meth. Yeah, Method Man was ill. Method Man was ill as fuck, dog. I like that joint with him and Busta Rhymes, where they had the matching contact in the eye. What's happening? Oh, they was on the bus. That shit was lit. That that video made me want to shoot videos on the bus and train. <laughs> there was on a, there was fifty niggas on a city bus, going ham, hanging from the poles, bouncing in and off the bus seats, and it's Busta Rhymes and Method Man. You can't get more animated. Not and even more like lyrical status, nigga, artist status. You can't. Brooklyn, Charlotte, Queens just back to Long Island, Island what? Bronx, Manhattan, to each and every hood was happening. Buster Rhymes wasn't even I wasn't even from New York and when Buster Rhymes came out with that New York shit mm-hmm. yeah I, I went and bought a New York Yankees hat and I, for that week every time I heard Swiss Beats voice if you from New York stand up right now if you from New York hands up right now it was just that beat alone like Swiss is a fucking problem Swiss is different like he's the catalog crazy crazy yeah he worked with everyone, everyone. Like everyone, like he's the definition of going to do this shit. Like you can't, you can't shit on Swiss. At all. When he was working with some of the majors of majors, he was putting together Aston Martin cars and shit, nigga. Like right. his portfolio is fucking amazing. Nigga had bus worked with Hove out the gate and got a hit. Every song he has with Hove is a hit. The whole Rough Riders. Whole Rough Riders catalog. The Locks. Drag on DMX. He did DMX whole second album, album. pretty much. I think he was requested for that. Like, yeah, yeah. like I, he like, did flush him off. It would kind of be blasphemy if you didn't make let Swiss do it. And that was his first time getting into the industry. That was his intro. Yo, this is crazy. Yo, you know we've been on for an hour and twenty five minutes. Shit, what's been oh. We lit. We lit. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to figure out some more questions I can ask Handy Mandy here because she's like the legend of the show tonight. You're gonna get me. You're gonna get me views. You're gonna get me views. They're going to hit Prince and all that. They got the taste of the Woodstock. Like, nigga. It's crazy. Nigga, you met Marilyn Manson. Yeah. And I felt like I needed to be in church after that. (laughs) For real. Like, I felt like I needed. When I I left there, I was like, I need to go to church. That's how I felt when I first listened to Uncle Luke. (laughs) Or 3-6 Mafia. They oh, were demonic. Three, mafia, they were demonic, <laughs> nigga. I heard Three Six Mafia. Yeah, they yeah. It wasn't until I got Project Pat's first album, and that's when I was like, okay, I can get with Three Six. Like this is my shit. But it's something about the Memphis niggas. They're crazy. Juicy J. Yeah, they're crazy. Juicy J is that motherfucking nigga. Juicy J is that my shut the fuck up. Like Juicy nah, J is Juicy, that. He's definitely original. Came up with his own shit and was just Juicy J. 
actually look like the 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 hypnotized by piece. Like I, I felt like if Juicy J was to walk in my house, I see hypnotized minds, nigga. Like three six mafia Hemet and DJ Paul. DJ Paul's a weirdo, bro. Respectfully, respectfully, he's a weirdo. A weirdo. But DJ Paul is a yo. It's just weird. Like they're like the Memphis goodie mob, nigga. Like outcasts. Andre three thousand is weird to be from Atlanta. Like you're from Atlanta, nigga. Like yeah, but very. Want to say showy down south there? They're almost like eccentric, like real eccentric. They are, even with it, even with with its like culture or ghetto stuff, or yeah. if it's like real like introverted, like it's, it's different. Kind of an introvert, ghetto Atlanta's always been different though, because like it's like they got, got like Atlanta's where I learned the difference between black people, like like you got niggas and then you got African Americans. And then, then you got black people, yeah. <laughs> right? In Atlanta, but in in Atlanta, because it was just different. That, that I got like down there, still like a lot. Like when I touch down in Atlanta, just Atlanta's eclectic though. It's different. Yeah. Like one minute you'll see you'll see like a, a girl who's about her weave and she's super loud and animated, and then the next minute the it's trap niggas, and then the little lady. projects, candy. Oh, I'm telling you, bro. Like Atlanta's country in the city. That's how I like to put it. East Atlanta is not West Atlanta. Um, Decatur is not East Point. You know what I mean? Like College Park is not Ben Hill. Like it's everywhere you go, it's different, bro. Like it's like stepping out of Dorchester, then you get to Mattapan. You're like, hmm, maybe I should turn around. I don't. (laughs) No, literally, you're like, oh my god, shit just changed. Right. Hold the fuck up. But that's how I felt about Atlanta. Like you could never pinpoint somebody that was like from Atlanta unless you tell you got to the hood. Yeah. But once you got inside of 285, oh nigga, you from Atlanta, Adamsville, <laughs> Mechanicsville, Bull Homes, Creekside, Camden Road, Look at your Creekside, Old National Highway, Camp Creek Parkway, nigga, the West End. <sighs> Shouts out to Party West Middle School. They got me onto like, uh, all like all the ill Atlanta artists from back then. Uh, Pastor Troy, Lil John and the East Side Boys. Uh, who else was from the A that was dope back then? Luda. Luda was that nigga. Luda. Luda. I remember when Ludacris was just a radio personality, and his name was Chris Lover Lover. And I used to listen to his radio show every day in Atlanta. I'll never forget um, it. I'll never else? forget that shit. Ex- yeah, Ti. Oh, Ti. Ti is my favorite from Atlanta. Two Chains, Migos. Like it's just Ti so, was that. Every act is just so unique. When that nigga dropped, I mean, I'm serious. Was ill, but when that nigga dropped trap music, trap music, yeah. and it wasn't nothing that you think that would be like trap music. Like it was his shit was real. Like, real nigga. When that nigga, he had a song on there called I'm Just Doing My Job. I, I just, this is legit my job, nigga. I like, to T.I. about the purple line of Providence. T.I. is my nigga. Urban Legend was another one. I was in Florida when I first got that. And he that Urban Legend dropped around the same time Trap, uh, Thug Motivation that dropped. That nigga was on there like, Young Jeezy. That nigga doing this? Like, picking his nails and shit? Like, what kind of gang side is this, Urban Legend? 
Speaking to, yeah, Urban Legends that. T.I. was T.I. was one of them niggas where you be like, well, you another one. You from Atlanta, nigga? Word. Your workplace. You different. Like T.I. was that like what he what he said? It was he said I got a magnum with a magnum in it. Playstations in it, plasmas in it. Sitting on twenty inches and it's tenant. Got to hit me nothing faster than it. And fifty G's I pass you win it. Get real, got a Chevy more expensive than that Jag you rented. Excuse me, but let young pimp and brag a minute. Got a bottle of Louis and a flock of groupies hotter than Louis. Look at me dry when I get out of the jacuzzi. Mm. What? Nigga said flock of groupies hotter than Rudy. Look at me dry when I get out the jacuzzi. That nigga Temp was that nigga. But I, he, Trap Music my favorite T.I. album. There was a lot of albums yeah. that came out that year. Uh, Thought Motivation 101. Uh, the album that was popping and a lot of people down south back there, Young Jock. Mm. Young Jock is going down. That His album. Nigga. When I heard that shit, I was performing, yeah. doing that dance. Yeah. Killing. I used yeah, to love Ronnie. Ronnie used to be like, that was my era. Down yeah. south had me. I grew yeah. up off that music. Ronnie, yo, he, but he, Ronnie did it so perfect. Yeah. It's go with Dow shit. Cause I paid attention so much. That Ronnie did it perfect. Like, the way his nigga, shoulder like, belts, nigga. You thought he was in the video, nigga. And he had the perfect head bop, nigga. Pause. That nigga said, boom, 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 boom. You remember that nigga from that movie? He said, we from Thanks. 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 That's him right there. Right there. Right there. What movie was that? Stop the yard. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. That was my shit. That was Jock my came shit out. Too. That was my. Yo, yeah. Um, but so it was a competition with Young Jock, Thought Motivation One Hundred One, and that shit was booming. What he said: the red dogs tripping and the police still bitching. The old lady across the street still bitching. It's three in the morning. Take your old ass to sleep. Third time she'd have called the police this week. My nigga Jeezy, Jeezy like the drink. Jeezy like the smoke. Jeezy like the midsummer hammer with his coat. Yo, yo, oh my god, nigga. That nigga Jeezy came crazy. And oh, and pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky. That's my whole that was my whole Florida wave. Like, but pretty Ricky, no, Usher Confessions came out first. And that was in every single car coming up and down the block. That nigga went diamond. Off the off of confessions, right? Yeah. That last, yo. He's the last um artist to sell to me. No, he ain't. J. Cole. He went down there? No. Jake on the platinum. Sorry. You're right. Sorry. My bad. Um, but nigga, that shit, like confessions, I heard that played from 6 a.m. Like, cause you know, down south, everybody got boom in their car. Mm-hmm. So when you hear the bass jumping, it, these are my confessions. Just when I thought I said all I can say, my chick on the side said she got one on her way. Almost, but it wasn't even just that song. Every song yeah, on that album, album that was fire. Fire. Like, Superstar was my shit. I'll be your groupie, baby. Cause you are my superstar. I'm your number one fan. Give me your autograph. Sign it right here from my heart. Florida had a Chris Brown's first album. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. I guess, um, That's one of them I remember vividly. Like yeah. Florida, yeah, Brown, yeah. yeah. Like, he was on TV and T Pain in that era too. T Pain oh, ran that whoa. Okay, you said another one. This is why I love you, Teddy Pinda as that. Oh, legend. Yeah. Teddy, I was the when I first got to Florida. It wasn't when I first got. The, I think it was first, uh, when I transferred from Northern Florida to Southern Florida, and I heard I'm Sprung. 
Plaz was just getting famous too. Plaz was just getting up there. He had a song that was booming in Florida called Got Him Hating. And Plaz was actually riding around in Florida. And all, every car you've seen in them videos when he first came out was his. And that's why I love Plaz. He was probably one of the realest down south rappers I've ever met with my own two eyes. Because you'd actually see him in the block. He had an orange Hummer on 28-inch rims. And he would jump out at, at hood block parties or red lights and kneel down in front of his rims. Dicky pants on, gold teeth, no shirt, hat, low nigga. Real Florida boy. Real Florida boy. But then... T-Pain came out of fucking nowhere. And I'm Sprung had to be the biggest song ever at that time. Yo, but when it hit, when it came out in Florida first, that shit went from Tallahassee to Miami in 24 hours. And then once it hit Miami, it went global. It went, yo, all the, all the, um, What's the, uh, 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 where the Seminoles play? Florida, Florida, it's not, uh, do you, not, uh, Florida State. Yeah. Florida State, cause you know, that that's Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. Florida State was booming I'm Sprung. Mm. And, and then after I'm Sprung, you thought that was it. And he just after hit, after hit, after Buy hit. Buy you a drink. Stripper. Chopped and screwed. Word. Fucking, um. Um, what's he on Love Is Your Friends? No, that's Usher and Lil Jim. Yeah. But um, everything after that, everything to, all the way through. Yo, when I seen the, when I seen this little interview, and the nigga said he got a track with Usher and Michael Jackson, and once it got uh, leaked, Michael backed out. Yeah, I was so tight. I seen that shit. Like nigga, all three of y'all on one song, bananas, and a nigga leaked the song. Just a pro- producing wise alone, T Pain, crazy, was fucking amazing. Like, they slept on T-Pain, like, and the man can, can he actually, I don't think he can sing, sing, but he can carry a note. No, yeah, he can get out He can get down. He's getting right. That nigga Teddy Pendergrass. That nigga Teddy is, that nigga Teddy is fucking, yo, when he was like, niggas be outside, be like, hey, Teddy, like, nigga, don't call me by my (laughs) real name. Like, dude, I'm T-Pain. T-Pain, you sir. T Pain's another one as far as a producer and artist. Like, yeah. T Pain is is ill. Any when he any joint he ever did with Chris Brown, his Chris Brown joint was crazy. Yeah, that Anything was crazy. He did with Little Wayne. Yep. The whole YMCB movement. Him and Khaled took over Miami. Oh, I can't believe it. Mm. Uh, uh, she yeah. all on me. And on me. Before yeah, that, yeah. on the Carter Three, it's like got money. Uh. Oh yeah, you know, yep, yep. Yo, when that video dropped, I remember that shit like yesterday. I do too. T Pain was the illest nigga on every. We take it over. No, that was A card. He was Drake before. Uh, uh I'm so hood. T Pain. T Pain. T Pain. He had tracks for everybody. T fucking Pain, bro. Killing the radio. That nigga. Yo, he said he had like number. Of, he had records. One, two, three, and four on Billboard and radio. Cool and Dre. Scott Storch. Yeah, Scott Storch. Mr. Cocaine himself. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Nori gotta stop talking about Scott Storch. Yeah, he just closing that. No, but what he said? What he said? Did he say Scott Storch did so much coke? He pulled the drawer out and it was full of cocaine. And then when he shut it, the drawer said. Poof. That nigga said he used to be on a boat with fucking, um, what's her name? 
used to date her at Scott Storage. I think it was, I don't know if it was Link. Somebody L, right? Mohan, yeah. And then he had like Christina Aguilera, or not even her, it was um, Brittany. Spears, yes. I think. I think he used to fuck with Britney yeah. Spears after Lindsay Lohan. Really? Yeah. Or before Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, somewhere around that. And they used to be going ham. Going crazy. Yeah. Oh, we all know about Lindsay. Shit. But, yeah, all these legendary niggas, bro. RZA. Yo, AJ chill out. I'm going to let y'all fan, my fans know, because you said the RZA. September 8th, don't bother me. Oh, don't bother up. me. The return of the Wu-Tang saga. Uh, Please don't bother me. Word. I will I will not answer your phone calls. New hairline, new me. Okay? Word. I'm not fucking... September 8th, Hulu, get on it. If you've been under a rock, go pay for Hulu. Don't even go to Word cable. Up. Go straight to Hulu. Do not pass go. Do, Do not, not collect 200. 200. Don't. Go just straight to Hulu and... Do what you gotta do because if you have it not seen <laughs> the Wu Tang saga or gone into any part of that hip hop history, it's good stuff. You're, you're I, I, I don't even want to know your name at this point. Damn it. I'll be it for real. You can't talk Wu Tang. You can't talk hip hop to me and not say the names. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't say, "Oh, I like hip hop," and then not say some shit that ain't. Hip hop, nigga. Like you'll, yeah. you'll get jumped around here. This is lyrical yeah. insight, nigga. Love Ice. Um, what's his name? This is was it Ice Boy? Oh, Vanilla Ice. Love Vanilla Ice. Love Vanilla Ice. Chill out. That's how you get jumped. Oh, hip hop. Yeah, man. Fucking Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Trying to yeah, figure yeah. somebody. Vanilla I love Ice. fucking that fucking MC Hammer. Uh oh. Uh. <laughs> Dude. Hmm? Like, Ooh. Nah, this shit is lit. We had the dog cat crazy, check in. Yeah, we got the cat and the dog check in. in. We had weird feedback before the show started. Who's a producer rapper combo you would love to hear? Uh Damn, that's a good one. Uh, or artist combo with a producer. That you would like to hear? I would love to hear. I already know mine. I want another. I want another Dave Davies and Styles P, but I want it with the Alchemist this time. Fire, that would be crazy. You see what I'm saying? Like I, I want it with the Alchemist. Um, I think I would do. I would want to see Jay Dilla make a um. Michael Jackson oh, rest record. in peace, Jay Dilla. Jay Dilla make a Michael Jackson record. I'd like to see. Uh, Pete Rock and Jay Dilla together. Or Jay Dilla make, um, if Jay Dilla was here and did a Kendrick Cole album. Mmm. That shit would be so That would be like deep. It. That shit would be so. Because most of, most of my, the mixes, I am already getting. And if I had a feature, it would be Black Star on the album. Black Star with Kenny and Cole. Like, duo versus duo. Wow. On a Jay Dilla beat. I feel like that shit would go bananas. I would I would want something different. Like I would want to hear like I want to hear J Cole on an A rap beat. You get what I'm saying? Or like um, I want to hear him on. I want to hear like Jalil beats is my nigga. I love his beats. Uh, Cole on a Dr. Dre beat. I want Murder Beats to work with more people. That white boy is fire. That white boy is fire. Like anything he does for like the Migos or Wayne, you could tell it's his beat. Like, 
Um, DJ Duran is dope as a producer. He do all Amigo shit. Metro Boomin is my nigga. Metro Boomin. Is Metro Boomin. Yeah. And Zaytoven. Yeah. I feel like I want to see them both do a versus just with beats. Both of them. I would love to see that. Zaytoven um, and Metro Boomin. Who else got it? Um, like that Metro Boomin and 21 Savage. I can't get off of that. Pause. Can't get off of that. I love fire. the J. Cole and 21 Savage. They just need to collab and do a tape. Right. I'm sorry. I can hear that all day. Mm-hmm. I can definitely hear that. I want to hear... Um, imagine if um, Slick Rick, like in his prime, had a gangster crush. Ooh. A DJ drama joint? Like if he just dropped mixtapes, like right after he dropped the fucking thing and drama was around and he had a... That would be grill. that would be crazy. A Slick Rick That would be crazy. Grill. Slick Rick and gangster grills? You bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, or like uh, Don Cannon, but the, then him and 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 um DJ Drama they're together, right? Mm-hmm. All right, but Don Cannon's that nigga. Don Cannon is that nigga. Um, um, I love the Nipsey and DJ Mustard shit. Yeah, that was dope. Anybody with Harry Fraud? I want to. I wish Nipsey and um Dave each made a tape together. Yeah, I did too. I do too. That would be like that would be crit- critical. Word. <laughs> It'd be community service versus whatever they had. Mm. YG and Mozzy versus Nipsey and um, um, Dave. Yo, Dave, you can kind of put up with anybody. Almost. Not anybody, but like him and Millsy. Him and Styles P. It's just like Dave is is that nigga. So I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I want to hear him, him and J. Cole do something. Oh, that would be dope. Because they real serious. I like the J, uh, when J. Cole shouted out Davies. Mm-hmm. My lyrics, my lyrics, first to take hard, like, like these by, by David, David East. East. Yeah, that like, was. Like, and he had them in the video. I was like, yeah, you niggas need that to That was dope. They really need to do rap, something. They, they could spit. I want to hear Uncle Murda on like a Harry Fraud. Mm, that would be dope. Or Alchemist. That would be fucking amazing. That would be, because you know, I, I heard the Alchemist and Benny the Butcher. Yeah. And I'm that's. Just, nah, I want to hear Hit Boy. Hit Boy's that dude. He's starting. He's satting away for himself. He's like new Timberland type. Yeah, stuff. Hit Boy's that nigga. It would be. I don't know who I would. Hit Boy. Imagine if um, Hit Boy did a tape with Lauren Hill. Imagine Education Part Two. You see how the room dropped. Like I'm just throwing names. Yeah. No, nah, but that would be dope. That would be dope yeah, though. Like Hit Boy with thing. Lauren Hill. Like her first album back rapping, nigga. Like get her in the studio. Nigga, I I would want it him. could be the it could be his eight track. Hit album. boy could have did the track listen to Sister Act, nigga. I'd, <laughs> I'd have Hit been boy on it. Could have did do the right thing sound. I'd have been on it or right. above the rim. <laughs> I'd have been on it. Word. <laughs> I want to hear Fab with DJ Clue again. That would be. I want that too. I want that again. There was the uh, Street Dreams, Friday Night Freestyles. Friday Night Freestyles, I know Fab has put out a lot of shit. Street Dreams was my shit, especially when he had the triangle offense with Paul Kane. Shout out to Paul Kane because he was underrated like a motherfucker. And Joe Budden. Joe Budden. Joe Budden. I'm sorry. Joe Budden can rap. He's got skills. Do not. You can't not. It's Jersey. It's Jersey. Jersey produced a lot of hard hitters, so... uh, yeah. Naughty by nature. Mm. Red man. Naughty by nature. Yeah. I feel like they don't uh, uh, Faith Evans. Yeah, there's a lot of people I feel like that don't get 
Rod Digger. Rod Digger. Yeah, Wave your hands, files. Jersey Clan, trick a little something at MGM Grand, Mommy's Fly, watch him. Yeah, Reggie Noble. Reggie's from there. Reggie Noble. Stop playing. Brick City's finest. Word. Shouts out to Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to Shaquille O'Neal. Niggas from Jersey. I'm sorry, nigga. Hey, <laughs> niggas from Jersey, nigga. Yo, they oh, love yeah. him in New Jersey. They, they, at Rutgers, at Rutgers, they love him. And then anyway, straight to Orlando. It was a wrap. Shouts out to Shaquille O'Neal, nigga. That nigga, that, that nigga's loved in New Jersey, team. boy. Nigga played for half the team in the NBA. Who else is from Jersey? Yo, shouts out to Sue Surf. Word. That nigga's ill. I'm sorry. A lot of battle rappers, to me, don't make good the albums. Turtle, though, yeah. The <sighs> 725 is, is dope. Even, um, what's the, um, joint with the blue on it? Sue Surf. It's like a black and white cover, and he's wearing the blue. Um, I know what you're talking about. That album was dope. I do know what you're talking about. Joey with Jim Jones on there, and like one other person. Sue Surf put me on the Tokyo Jets. Really? I got put on the Tokyo Jets through Ti. Really? I was told it was it was Sue Surf. Fire ass on. Yeah, I'm hit. But I got put on the Tokyo Jets through Sue Surf, and they got a dope ass song. And it, it, yo, I, Tokyo Jets is popping. I'm sorry, I like her. I like Tokyo Jets. And on that note, because <laughs> I know how this one do. <laughs> yo, I'm sorry, because we could go off for hours, but. I'm going to yeah, give it to y'all this, like this. Yeah, I like this, this generation. This is definitely Lyrical Insight. It's your boy, 40 Cal Keys. It's the visionary. You know what it is. Y'all ready. And Handy Mandy. We all just rock the motherfucking set. You know I brought the toolbox. Just tune in because I got more guests, more everything. Season 2, we going up. Labor Day weekend was a success. Um, New microphone. Better computer, better programming. So we let we let yo. It don't matter your shape, size, or fit. Throw up your threes for the hat trick. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Oh, we out.